Hey friend, thank you so very much for joining me as we approach the end of the week here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm your host, Mike McCurry. I have the great honor of serving as the executive director of this ministry, Bible Tracks Incorporated. Been around for over 80 years. Wrap your mind around that. Where were you in 1938? Were you alive? I know I wasn't, but our founder, Paul Levine, was, and he allowed God to lead him in the formation of this ministry. In that time, we've put out, printed, distributed over 588 million gospel tracts. That number boggles my mind every time I say it. One of these days, I'm going to be able to formulate what that actually means, but to this date, I'll just tell you, 588 million tracts. It's unbelievable. But actually, it is believable when you realize we serve the God of the impossible. And today on the broadcast, I'm excited to talk to you about a subject, as it's been said, I'm going where angels and demons fear to tread. We're talking today about that most touchy of subjects, money. But here's the deal, friend. I'll make a compact with you. We'll sign on the dotted line together. I don't plan on really giving you a lot of my opinions. I'd like to give you what the Bible says. You say, hold on a second. Why do you feel the need to talk to me about money? Are you just trying to get money from me? And I'll be completely honest with you. No, my friend. As I've said before, if you would pray for our ministry, that would mean much to us. Will we turn away your financial donations? Oh, absolutely not. Our ministry costs money. We are a nonprofit ministry, and I'll tell you this much, the only way we survive is by God's grace. People like you partner with us, work alongside of us, and we're so happy for that. But the reason I'm talking about money, and specifically stewardship and tithing and giving to the work of the Lord, is because it's actually one of our discipleship studies. You see, we take a great burden, a great passion, a great pride in people that accept Christ as a result of our ministry in following up with them. You see, friend, we're not trying to create anemic baby Christians. What would happen, a newborn just ushered into this world, if he never received his mother's or her mother's sustaining, life-giving milk? What would happen? That child would very quickly weaken and die. Why is it any different for us as Christians? When a new life is ushered into the world, spiritually speaking, when that second birth occurs, why is it that we feel that we can just leave them to their own devices? No, friend, this is why discipleship study number nine on stewardship is so important. We start in our discipleship studies, we talk about salvation and baptism and and the church and the enemy and all of these different types of things, but part of the education of a well-rounded Christian is this area of money. It's so lacking. And really, we could talk a lot about this subject. I won't belabor the point. So we'll jump right into it. I'd like for you to join me in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. I will join you there in just a moment. But I will point out that this topic of money, It's one of the most sensitive subjects that we could talk about. And so I'd like for you to join me in a short word of prayer before we begin. I want to come at this with a Christ-like attitude, and I'd like you to join me with that same spirit as well. Let's pray. 
God, thank you so much for this opportunity to partner even through this medium of radio with our listeners right now. So appreciate their investment of time in listening to the Bible Tract Echoes broadcast. And Lord, I ask that these next few moments be edifying. May they be encouraging, but at the same time, may there be an element of conviction to it as well. I know that I could be a better steward of the money you've entrusted to me, and I believe, Lord, that each of us could make that our prayer. Make us better stewards. Thank you for all you've done for us, Lord, everything you're going to do even now. In your son's name we pray, amen. Before we jump into 1 Corinthians chapter 4, I hope you're grabbing your Bible and joining me there, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Before we do that, I'd like to draw your attention to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'll say it again, BibleTracksInc.org is an excellent place for you to interact with us. You can actually see a map of everywhere that this radio broadcast goes out. You can look at our latest newsletter. You can, of course, order some of our free gospel tracks. We'd love for you to order our sample packet if this is your first introduction to our ministry. But I'd also like to say this, if you're unfamiliar with who we are, find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I don't mention this enough, but you can actually direct message us through those platforms, but you can also just keep up to date with the day-to-day operations of our ministry. I'd love to take you behind the scenes and to see exactly what God allows us to do right here in middle America, Bloomington, Illinois. I am so excited about what God has for us in the coming days and weeks and months. And please, please consider to know this, mine eye affecteth mine heart, you know the Bible says. And so I'd like to invite you to visit our website, but then also find us on social media so you can actually see a little bit about what we do. Now join me if you would in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. We will likely cover about half of discipleship study number nine. Now if you'd like to follow along, you can actually order each of our discipleship studies for, you guessed it, free on our website. Get a hold of us if you would. Maybe even send us an email, info at BibleTracksInc.org. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 1 says this, Let a man so account of us, as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You may think we're just talking about money, and that's not the case. There are many things that God makes us a steward of. Our time, our talents, our treasure. So today, as we talk about stewardship and, of course, tithing and giving and all those things, I'd like to point this out. Money, this topic of money, might be one of the most sensitive subjects, both in the church and outside of the church, that we could talk about. And so I want to be very careful to talk from the standpoint, from the foundation of the Bible. That's a pretty good place to start, wouldn't you say? I know that sometimes it seems that everyone behind a pulpit is begging for money. Somebody once said, it seems every time I go to church, all they talk about is money, money, money. Try this though. Go to McDonald's and order a Happy Meal and see what they talk about. They're going to ask you for what? Money. If you pumped $10 worth of gas into your automobile 
ask and see what the attendant is going to be interested in if you try to drive away without paying money. You see, friend, it takes money to operate anything going forward. Did you know that a lot of Jesus' parables, those heavenly stories with earthly application, you know what they talked about? Money. Because Jesus knew what a grip money would have on people. He even said this, ye cannot serve God and mammon, or money. He meant it so much that in Matthew 6.24, as well as Luke 16.13, we see that phrase, you cannot serve God and mammon, or money. He also said, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It's of the utmost importance that a Christian gets a proper and a correct insight about this idea of scriptural stewardship. What is stewardship? What am I talking about? That word steward means this, the manager, the treasurer, or the one who takes care of a master's business until he returns. You see, a steward never actually has ownership of that which he stewards. He is just managing it until the master returns. What master are we talking about? Well, it's a master with a capital M. We're talking about God himself. As I mentioned a moment ago, 1 Corinthians 4, 1 and 2, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. The book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 7, says a pastor should be a blameless steward. This idea of stewardship, it does not apply, though, just to pastors. It's not an option, actually. The moment you received Christ as your Savior, and I hope you have, my friend. If you haven't, please contact us. But the moment you got saved, you became a steward. How you manage what God has given you will determine what kind of steward you become as a Christian. You must cultivate the fact that all you are and have ever been, will ever be, has been entrusted to you by God for his glory. You know, the wicked heart, you know what it starts to think? It thinks that we are the owners. A lack of a proper understanding of stewardship causes us to be self-willed, self-indulgent, and god Forgetting. What do we do when we forget God? We try to spend and use all we have on ourselves. Let me tell you why you would be wrong if that's the spirit and attitude that you take into life. Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Well, let me ask you a silly question. If God owns the entire world, and actually we could go beyond that, he created and owns and he currently owns the entire universe, and he'll never lose his ownership of that in case you're wondering. But if he owns all of that, do you think he owns you and everything you have too? Yes, of course he does. Psalm 50 verse 10 says, For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. Friends, we are just stewards. Everything belongs to God. Think about it this way. I possess, God owns. I may earn things, but God is the one that enables me to do so. Pride creeps in if we think we are a self-made man or woman. 
This idea of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, yes, there is an idea of personal responsibility that we should have, but we must understand that the air that we breathe, our health, our intelligence, our sight, our hearing, our body, our freedom, our education level, all of it has been a gift of God. Now, tomorrow, we're going to conclude this topic of stewardship. We're going to look at the fact that stewardship actually takes the pressure off of you and me because it places it all on God. And then we're going to conclude with this subject, what are Christians stewards of? I'd love for you to join us. I cannot thank you enough for being with us today as we take a biblical look at stewardship. If you're unfamiliar with our ministry, please feel free to contact us. Visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.